Welcome to your weekly accountability podcast with me, Alexis McCluskey, where we are more about implementation over absorbing information. Every week, I'll be in your ear to give you a kick in the ass you need to show up and identify what is out of your comfort zone. Here, we don't throw pity parties. We are in it for the long game and find the balance between grace and discipline. What makes this podcast different is after each episode, I'll share a post on my Instagram at the tough love coach with a question or challenge of the week for you to comment for accountability. And on Friday, I'll share a check in to see if you actually implemented what you learned because being inspired by a podcast is cute, but action is hotter. Totally optional, highly recommended. It's free accountability. I'm here to redefine what you see as tough love. So put on those big girl and boy panties and let's get real bitches. XOXO, your tough love coach. Happy Monday. My workaholics, how are you doing? It's about that time as it's getting closer to Thanksgiving and Christmas that we kind of go one of two ways, especially if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur. We know this is the end of Q4 and we are either completely burnt out from everything we've been doing and the way we have not been intentional with our time, hint, hint, what we're talking about in today's podcast, um, or We are head down, full force, ready to just rip through Q4 to set yourself up for success. And it could be in a good way, or it could be in an overly stressful way where you just end up burnout in February or January. So I don't know where you're at, but whether you are a workaholic or you are someone who is winging it in your business, you are someone who doesn't have any structure, you're just trying to figure it out, this episode is for you. And so I want to give you a little, little, little mini story time. I've probably talked about this before in the past, but, um, and if you've worked with me in my workshop, work less and make more, I've talked about this. Um, but I am a recovering workaholic for sure. Um, I still have some tendencies, but I worked through it so much because I used to be the person that worked all of the time, all of the time. I felt like if I wasn't working all the time, then it wasn't good enough. I would open my laptop, usually anywhere, sometimes 6 a.m., sometimes even earlier, because when I used to do fitness, I would do like group workouts on Zoom. And we would have those at like 4.30 or 5 sometimes, which is crazy to think about because you will not catch me getting out of bed before 7 a.m. nowadays because I'm very protective of my sleep. I don't know about you, but I am a nine-hour sleep person. Seven doesn't do it for me. Eight doesn't do it for me. Ten is too much. Nine is perfect. And something might be like, what? Seven to nine hours is actually the average. I always thought uh, nine hours was a lot, but that's actually seven to nine is, is, you know, what's normally good for some people. Some people can thrive off six, but I am a nine hour sleep bitch. If I do not get nine hours, I'm not vibing. So anyway, I used to open my laptop and from like 6 a.m. to 11 p.m., I would work. And, but I would call it work, but let's be honest, because this is what this episode's about. But if I, if I cut out all of the distractions and bullshit and like fucking around and task switching and everything I was doing and only counted the actual minutes that I was actually working, it probably only came out to like three to four hours, maybe. So I asked myself, Why do I have to be working all the time? Why not just be more intentional and more organized and more systematic with my time so I could just do those three to four hours in an actual three to four hour chunk of time? Because if that's the time I was actually working, and what I mean by that is, this is something that I don't think a lot of people realize because I didn't realize. So I'm speaking from experience 
where I like just thought I was working constantly because I called it work. And because from six to 11, I did, I, even though like there were breaks and whatnot, I was still like, there wasn't like a hard stop. It, like today, how I set myself up is typically between 11 and four is when I work. Doesn't mean it's always like that or it's perfect, but for the most part, I like to get my work day done and the things I need to do between 11 and four. That also includes calls. It also includes like, you know, uh, if I have lunch, you know, I'm not like working exactly every single minute from 11 to four, but that's like, I want to start work around 11 or take calls around that time. And then around four, I want to stop working, close my laptop and stop taking calls. Sometimes that's a little bit different, but for the most part, that's what I aim for. And so I didn't have those kinds of like hard rules or any non-negotiables when it came to how I did my, you know, my work day. And so I was just like, oh, well I have all day. So there was no pressure. There was no intentionality to actually get the things done because I told myself, well, I have all day. I, there's no, you know, hours for me. I can work when I want, however I want. And I thought that, that was freedom, but I cannot express to you enough. That is the farthest thing from freedom. I have a podcast episode. It was one of the first episodes I ever did literally called structure equals freedom. So if you want to chat about that, especially for my ADHD people, that one is definitely for you because people with ADHD do not like too much structure. The idea of like structure and things being systematic and all that is like, it's not really the vibe, but we need something just because you don't like it. doesn't mean you have to completely throw it out the window because it will benefit you. You will grow into it, but you, you have to be able to, to do it. So anyway, I realized that a lot of the work I was doing was just, or the work, I want to put this in air quotes. The work I was doing was like multitasking, half-assing things, task switching. I would, you know, maybe I would answer emails for a little bit, but then I would get distracted and scroll on my phone. And then I'd go back to answering emails, but then I would go answer some Instagram messages. And then I would remember I needed to make a post. So I'd make a post. And so everything was kind of like floating around in my head or I kind of had a to-do list and it was just random shit. And so because there was no intentionality with it, it took me so much longer. When you are intentional about anything, you will always be more efficient and you will get things done in a better manner. So when I was wondering with myself, like, why do I need to be working all the time? First, I realized that I felt the need slash desire to work all the time because that made me feel more accomplished and worthy. It was very much like the, the, the saying you're, um, you know, my worthiness is determined by my productivity. That's not the truth, but that's, you know, a, a, a mantra and a belief that a lot of people unconsciously or consciously hold. And so this is why I'm always talking about the internal and the external. And when I work with clients and we figure out, cause I work with a lot of workaholics and a lot of perfectionists and we figure out, you know, okay, let's talk about the internal. What's the desire. What's the reason why you're pushing yourself so hard? Like what's, what's tied to this, like need, uh, to be productive, to feel worthy. But then we also work on the external. What are the habits? How are you setting up your day? Are you setting yourself up for success or not? And so that was the first thing is I realized that I needed to prove myself in order to feel worthy. So if I worked all the time, this is another thing I realized if other entrepreneurs and coaches only worked, let's say 10 to two every day or something along those lines where they were like, Oh, I only work like two or three hours a day, but I was on my laptop or my phone all day. I felt like I was working harder than them. And that fueled my wounds and it fueled my ego. Cause I was like, Oh, well I'm working longer. I'm working from 6am till later. So I'm working harder, which is absolutely insane. <laughs> it's crazy to think about that. And so I also realized 
that I had to work on what was underneath the surface before I could work less. So you might hear me saying this being like, oh yeah, that'd be great. But you're not just going to wake up tomorrow and start working less. If you do not work on the reason why you are pushing yourself so hard in the first place, it's not necessarily about figuring out the why exactly and breaking it down and psychoanalyzing it, but gaining clarity on, you know, you're not just a workaholic for no reason. And there's things underneath the surface will help you benefit. will will benefit yourself. So with all of this, I then realized how unintentional I was with my time. I did not have any non-negotiables. Like I said, now it's like 11 to four. My goal is to close my laptop and be done. Uh, uh, I also knew that, you know, I, I worked from home, so I didn't have a boss. And as long as I got done the things I needed to do in the day, no matter how long it took me, it was good enough. And while that is true, why wouldn't I want to be more efficient? I have hobbies. I have other things besides work that I want to make time for. I want to rest. I want to have self-care. I want to have a social life. So if I'm more intentional, all of those things could happen more often. So I want you to check in with yourself just because you're, you feel like things are good enough or you're doing well in your business. That doesn't mean that things can't be more efficient. And you actually make more money because I promise you that will be the case. It, that's why I had a whole workshop called Work Less and Make More. And I can put that in the show notes. You can shoot me a message if you're interested in checking it out. It's a recording. There's three separate videos that just kind of dive into deeper about like the why and how to make that happen. But I promise you, the less I've worked, the more money I've made because I'm mentally in a better place to show up to my life in, in, from an energetic place of alignment with exactly who I want to be. If I am constantly in this place of, I need to work, 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 work. And it's like desperation and constantly have to prove myself. Why would I get what I want? Why would I be aligned? You might be able to like outwork everyone else. And that might work for a temporary time period, but is that sustainable? Do you want to keep doing that? Is that how you want to run your business? And especially if you are a business coach or you're helping other people with business, little tough love piece here, a little slap in the booty, you got to have some integrity. You cannot help your clients be successful and then teach them things that you're doing that's going to end up making them a workaholic. That stuff can bleed out into your clients if you don't have that shit tightened up on your own. Something else to think about. I also realized with this, how much of my day was a habit. So like, and the things I'm doing in my day that make my day not, not intentional, not having non-negotiable. So some examples, if every time I work out, I'm, I'm on my phone, I'm like checking text messages, checking emails, and I can get stuck in this. Like sometimes I'll notice it's starting to become a habit and then I have to nip it in the butt. So like, let's say, you know, when I start my workout, I'm like, oh, I got to answer my friend back. And then I'm gonna listen to my friend's voice message. And then I'm going to go check Instagram and I'm going to see if the guy that I like texted me back, whatever it is that you're doing. If every time you work out, you're using your phone, you're not going to get your workout done in the same amount of time as if you didn't touch your phone the entire time, right? Pretty self-explanatory, straightforward. So that is a habit. And then that's not you being intentional, right? That's not you having a non-negotiable that you don't touch your phone while you're working out. Another example, if every time you wake up, you grab your phone, that is a habit. That is not being intentional with your time. If every time you do work for your business, your career, whatever it is, you task switch and you're not saying, okay, I'm going to work on this thing. And then once I'm done, I'll move to the next thing. You're like bouncing back and forth between emails and Instagrams. And then you go get a snack out of your fridge and then you come back and you get distracted. And then you lay on your bed and you hang out with your dog. All of those task switching things, that is a habit. 
And so I posted this on my story about like, you know, are you task switching all of this stuff? And, and, you know, are you, are you constantly, you know, problem solving all of this stuff? Listen, the amount of DMS that I got specifically saying like way to call me out was overwhelming. And so I know so many of you are saying this. So you have to stop saying that you don't have time and check in on how intentional are you being with your time? I know there are moms. I know you are busy. I know maybe you have nurses that work the night shift. All of those things are real and legitimate. But in the time that you do have, in the time that you do spend on your business or whatever it is that you're working on, how intentional with your time are you? Because while all of this is really funny, I also know that so many of you feel that you're, you know, you're, you're, maybe you're stressed out. Maybe you're burnout. Maybe you, uh, you really do see, because as I always say, successful people have honest conversations with themselves. Maybe you see how not intentional with your time you're being, and you realize that life could be easier. Business could be easier. You can simplify things. You can stop overcomplicating and you can get more done in less time. And listen, I'm still working on my intentionality every day. I am not perfect, but I am so much more aware of where I am coming up short. So for example, one of the things um, that I know I do and I catch myself is after I'm done my morning routine, you know, I do my card pulling, I do my meditation. Usually I always finish my morning routine with a meditation. And so I finished my meditation. And, and, and if you don't know this about me, I do not touch my phone for the first like hour or two of waking up. I wake up around 7 a.m. And I usually don't touch my phone until almost 9 a.m. And I might like I might use it to turn on a meditation, but I don't check messages. I don't look at anything. I'll literally like look at it with like one eye closed almost just so I do not look at the screen and I don't see anything. And I'm dead serious about that. If you see me in the morning, I'm like turning it to the side, like almost pretending that I'm not looking at it just so I can move the screen click insight timer, and then do my meditation. Cause that's the only thing I need to touch my phone for. And so I, I do go through the whole two hours of my morning. I go, I finish my meditation. I'm in this blissful state. And sometimes not all the time, but sometimes I will grab my phone. And the first thing I do, because I haven't touched my phone in two hours is I'll pop up an Instagram and start looking at stuff. I just was in this amazing blissful state. Why am I grabbing my phone right away? That's not being, being intentional with my time. It doesn't mean that I can't, you know, look at it, but I should probably wait at least like five to 20 minutes before I, jump right into things. Right. So that's something I'm very aware of. Another thing, even though I was just talking about it, sometimes I can get, um, you know, distracted with my phone during my workout. So I have to put it somewhere where I can't get it. Or I just make that rule with myself that I'm not going to touch my phone during my workout. Um, and then not finishing a task, uh, you know, before I start another one, I'm much better with this and it rarely happens now, but I can notice that like, I'll, you know, and, and this is a lot related to ADHD. I think it's that need for novelty and something new and we want that dopamine hit. And so when you're task switching, you're constantly getting dopamine from a new thing. It's new, it's fresh, it's entertaining. You might start an email or start an Instagram post and then you kind of get bored with it because it's very common with ADHD. And then you switch to a new task and it's like, oh, okay, new task. This is exciting. You get a dopamine hit and then you get bored with that one and you move to the next one. So you need to be aware of these things that you're doing. And I'm very aware of it. So I I'm better in control of it. So think about like the, how I want you, or I want you to think about this, how being intentional affects those of us that have gotten really good at winging it. So maybe like in school, you've gotten by and made school, business, life, even in your health by winging it. So you have this idea of, well, if it's not broke, don't, you know, why fix it? Or maybe you don't even realize you have this. I noticed this with a lot of successful entrepreneurs who are doing, you know, somewhat decent or, or well, but they're not at the next level they need to. 
that can be because maybe Wingy got you to where you are, but in order to get to the next level, not only just logistically, can you not wing it, but energetically, if you're somebody who's just like literally half-assing your business or winging it just because it's been working, that is not in, and you're not an energetic match for the kind of uh, person and entrepreneur you want to be. You're not an energetic match for the kind of money you want to make because the version of you that's making six figures or making you know X amount of dollars per month or is speaking on stages or whatever desires you have, do they wing their business? Do you think they really do that? I know you know that they don't. So the thing is, is, you know, even if it's broke, you know, why fix it? That mindset, but we can fix it. It's, it's more about like making it better. Listen, I can wing my podcast episodes, but they are so much better. And I am way more excited to put them out there when I actually plan them. Cause there are some podcast episodes that I kind of, um, totally free flow. And sometimes that works, but I know I do so much better when I write them out. Like this episode was very much scripted out, not scripted in terms of exactly what I'm saying, but I know what I want to talk about. I went through the talking points. I'm making sure I'm touching on all the things. If I wing it, I'm going to miss things. I'm going to forget things. It's not going to be as well put together. This does not mean that you have to become perfectionist about things and drive yourself crazy, but some structure. I can wing my business, but I am more in my millionaire energy, bad bitch CEO like alignment when I am structured. CEOs do not wing it. And I know you want to be a CEO, even if you're just a CEO of your life. The people who are crushing it in life do not wing it. They might wing it a little bit, but they are not winging it. Like they're definitely winging it less than 50% of the time. Again, you don't have to be perfect, but same thing with your health. I can wing my health, but I feel 10 times better instead of just good enough, which is what a lot of people are okay with feeling when I really take care of my health. Again, back to not the needing the idea of perfectionism, but if I don't meal prep, if I don't make sure I have um, a water bottle that's going to make me drink a lot of water, if I'm not making sure that I'm, you know, doing any of the habits that don't make me feel good when it comes to sleep or nutrition or workout, whatever it might be. I know I'm going to feel 10 times better. I can just wing it and like not be planned at all, but I will just feel good enough instead of absolutely fucking crushing it. So every entrepreneur, and I've said this a few times in my social media, but like every entrepreneur I feel can wing their business for the first two to three years, but you will hit a wall when you have big girl moves to make. If you want to level up your business, you cannot wing it. If you want to level up your life, your health, your relationships, you cannot wing it. And so this is all about just being more intentional with your time. So ask yourself, because this podcast is not about giving you 45 different exercises to do. It's more of just your pe tough love pep talk, right? And so I want you to ask yourself, how can I be more intentional with my time? You, I can promise you, already know where you can be more intentional. This is where working with a coach or a mentor or a third-party person to have them look at your business, look at what you're doing, look at your life and say, oh, okay, well, here's where you can be more intentional. Here's where you're wasting time. This is why working with someone can always be beneficial. And I don't say that to be self-serving. I say it's because it's fucking real. It's real. You'd be crazy to not work with a mentor if you are someone who is ready to level the fuck up. If you are someone who wants to level up and you are not working with a mentor of some sort, what are you doing? What are you doing? This is straight up, honest, honest question. What are you doing? And I know a lot of people, number one thing is going to be money or time, but we know that that tattoo that you just got, the Amazon order you buy twice a month, that's $240. There is something or someone out there that is in a price range you can afford 
even me, like, I don't know if you know this, I talked about this on my Instagram story and I'll, and I had so many people reach out because I, maybe I just don't talk about it enough. I have six and 12 month payment plans for a four month program. So like, depending on what options you choose, cause I, there's, I have like one main program, but I'm always willing to make things custom to fit people's time and budget. If you didn't know that, but like, you can work with me for like a, around $400 a month, like 432, depending on what we do, but like 432, I can guarantee you're spending more than that in some area that can be cut back on. And you don't have to work with me or work with anybody for that matter. But if you are trying to level up and you want someone to take a look at what you're doing, so you can just, you know, I hear this all the time for people. I just wish someone could like take a peek into my business and see what I'm doing. That's what a mentor can do. But ask yourself, how can I be more intentional? And so here are just some things. They're not very specific. They're kind of generalized, but they get to be simple because we're trying to simplify this, right? So number one is going to be more structure that works for you. Talk about this all the time. So it doesn't necessarily mean calendars. Calendars stress me the fuck out. The only thing I have on my calendar is, are calls. Calls and if I like have a doctor's appointment or whatever. So appointments and calls. Everything else, I work better from a task list instead of saying at 9 a.m. I'm going to do this, at 11 a.m. I'm going to do this, at 1 p.m. I'm going to do this. That stresses me out because if I don't end up doing the thing at 1 p.m., then I feel behind, then I feel stressed out. So task list, I highly recommend Asana. I'm going to either be, I don't know what I'm going to do whether I'm working on a video. I'm definitely going to give something to my Tough Love Collective because um, they always get things first, either one-on-one -on -one clients or Tough Love Collective, um, but about a video about how I'm using Asana. But Asana is amazing. I highly recommend it. Look it up. It's user-friendly. It's the bomb. So if even if you're just using that, that is going to help you be more intentional with, with your time. I've been using Asana for like let's two to three months, I think. And I am so much more productive. Like it's, it's insane. I'm getting like the same amount of work done in probably less than half the time. And it's like, it's showing up because things that get monitored, get managed. And you're just able to find the holes in your business and in your life. You're able to see through the cracks. It just, I cannot express to you how much doing something like Asana or Monday or whatever kind of task thing for you. I'm not talking about pen and paper with a to-do list. I'm not talking about your notes app because I was using that for a really long time. And the minute I switched to something like Asana where you can have these tasks task lists and they have due dates and you can separate them into sections. Oh my fucking God. It's amazing. Second thing is going to be more boundaries. This is how you definitely are more intentional. When you say no to certain things that aren't serving you, no to people, no to situations, no to opportunities, you have to be able to set boundaries in order to be intentional. If you say yes to everything and just do everything, how are you going to be successful? Number three, more non-negotiables. Talked about this already, but like, these are like the rules you have with yourself. Like I'm not going to scroll on my phone during my workout, or I'm not going to pick up my phone as soon as I work out or as soon as I wake up in the morning, or I'm always going to make sure that I'm closing my laptop and I'm done work by 4 PM. That to me was one of the biggest shifts that made such a huge difference in terms of my workaholism and like being better and intentional with my time. Yes, I still had to work on the reason why I was pushing myself so much in the first place. But when I said, I want to be done by 4 PM at 12, if I was not being productive that day, your girl was putting her head down and getting shit done because I only had three or four more hours to get shit done, right? Number four, more time management. And this kind of just happens with all the other things I just shared. You're going to be better at time management when you're more intentional. So it's kind of like this, you'll be more intentional when you're better with time management. You'll be better at time management when you're intentional type of thing. And then last is going to be just more organization. And again, that kind of goes back to like the structure, but whatever works for you, know how your brain works, know what you like and what you don't like and set your business up for that. Stop winging it. Okay. I love you so much. So your TLAT of the week. Um, oh, also before I, I share that, 
reminder because it is this is coming out November 12th or the 13th because it's beginning to the end of the year I only have a few more spots before everything is closed out for the year I already have my January January spots for my one-on-one um almost completely full because I have a lot of people that were like I'm not ready to work with you now but I want to work with you in January which again if you don't know you can put a deposit down you don't have to pay anything else and when you do Let's say you want to work with me in January and you pay a 50% deposit of the first month. You open up Voxer access with me for that time period. So like I have two people that joined in October that started in January and both of them have Voxer access from now, literally the end of October, all the way to January. If you didn't know that, like how rad is that? So you don't have to pay anything other than just 50% of your first month. And then you automatically get Voxer support for me from now until whenever you start. That's how I've always done things. And so kind of a win-win situation. So if you want to grab a spot before the end of the year, if you know you want to work with me next year, I highly recommend because there's so many people that have just put a deposit down for next year because you don't want to reach out to me in January and you're like, oh, okay, I'm ready. I have the money. I'm ready to go. And I'm like, girl, boy, whoever, because I've signed up a few male clients recently, which has been interesting, but girl, boy, man, woman, they, them, whatever you are, I'd love to have you, but I don't have a spot opening up until April. You don't want that, right? especially when you're ready. So if you want to jump in, you want the support, you want us to look at your business. We want to, you want to look at the things that you're struggling with and figure out the holes and help you gain clarity on what the fuck you're doing. I got you. Okay. So your TLAT of the week, are you winging your business and is it working for you? Simple yes or no question, but it's going to be posted on my Instagram, on my podcast, Instagram, XOXO, YTLC podcast. I always share the accountability tasks on Monday or at the beginning of the week. And then the check-ins on Friday, Go comment on them. I want to see you. I want to see that accountability. So I will see you later. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Peace out. XOXO, your tough love coach. Thank you so much for listening to the XOXO, your tough love coach podcast. I appreciate you more than you know. If you loved hanging with me, I'd love for you to share the podcast to your social media or send it to a friend who might need a tough love pep talk. Also, if you need accountability and a community that gets you, I'd love to have you a part of my tough love collective. This is a year open membership to vibe with me, get bi-weekly group calls to get support and ask questions, as well as free access to everything I offer throughout the year, including masterclasses and events. Visit my website at alexisrm.com or DM me on Instagram at the tough love coach to learn more. See you next week.